Hello, and welcome to the Ringo Zone. Yeah. Yep, we're here. We're doing it. This is going to be a real episode, yes. not a bonus episode. We're going to talk about things, not Discuss. bullshit. We are. Case. It will be glorious. So but we, I like we, the bullshit. This is a podcast where we, we talk about the show called Steven Universe, and we're going to talk about an indirect kiss. Because, yeah. Um, it's a good episode. I'm Dylan. And I run this game. Um, God damn it! I'm an asshole. I say God damn it a lot. That's me. It is the only way. I didn't hear a word you said him. until you uttered "God damn it." Yeah, it's. Uh, it just made the sentence come to life. Yeah. So uh, who else? Who other? What other assholes are in this podcast? Uh, Round off. I like to go first. I am uh, Dylan's um, more proper cousin, the sphincter. Savat. I'm, I'm Savat. He's he's Dylan's medically accurate cousin. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Sabat. My name is Sabat. Who, who else? Sucks? I'm I'm um I'm Dylan's uh third cousin twice removed. I hope not. You know, I'm actually related to the guy who played Mad Eye Moody. How so? And like he's like if you take my Ireland I my grandparents are mm. from Ireland and uh like they immigrated here and yeah. But the Irish side of that, he's like my like something cousin, something removed, that that dude. Something Nielsen or something. But something yeah, tells me you couldn't him. call him up and ask him for No, like, it would be weird. Money. I'm, not, I'm not related to him, but technically by blood I have a little bit of Madden Moody in me. Anyways, there's another guy here, I'm sorry. Hello, yes, my name is Max, and I'm speaking in an accent because I have bronchitis, and this actually puts less stress on my throat. Does it really? Yeah. Feel free to jump into different accents as we go, then. No, 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 just this specific accent. That's an interesting discovery. When you speak with Russian accent, you don't use throat as much. Well, you use different part of throat that does not bother It just pumps natural vodka into a system (laughs) which fights bronchitis. Excuse me. This I episode... don't understand your accent. <laughs> god damn it, god damn it. This episode is brought to you Okay, by we're Martin discussing Zaka, indirect dollars a liter. So, speaking of things coming into your system and healing the body, yes. Yeah, so oh. um, Seaman and Connie having a picnic, how classically adorable. Time out, time out. Did you just say Seaman and Connie? Yeah, no. <laughs> that big that big gob of cum that came over to Connie and, and Did ate. somebody say fluids? Just a giant, just a giant. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Seaman Universe. What are you drinking about? dirt. Durian juice. I would watch Steven Universe's show is about tiny semen universe. Semen with we've, a had, gem we've had in like it. three episodes, four episodes now where we've said semen universe. I'm going to say this is the worst original content that Sam has ever produced. But, uh, we <laughs> I would look at that great. fan art. It's you just missed... a giant sperm yeah. cell. It's adorable. Yeah, just a, ta- just a, fan just a sperm cell show. with a Jufro. Yeah, we've had fan art for shows. So if you want to, if you want to get great uh, us posting you on a website, no one reads. Send us your Steven Universe fan art. We love it. Um, so anyways, Connie and Steven had a, a picnic, which is just, I don't know, adorable and classic. I like Lion sleeping there. I like Lion, I like Lion being there. He's, he's like one of those characters that has no lines, but I like him to be involved. You know what I mean? He's just kind of there. It shows, sleeping, that, but it shows just... that he's like, he's not just like a plot device. He's just kind of a pet that hangs out sometimes. Yeah. The thing I appreciate about Lion is that Lion is the only character on the show voiced by a standard major industry voice actor, D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> oh, oh, God, you're right. Is he? Yes. Yeah, D. Oh, Bradley Baker only, does like every He's the only voice. character who's voiced by a mainstream professional voice actor on that show. Oh, okay. That's, that, that's a weird coincidence. something fans, as did I, unless you're smarter than me. 
Uh, great episode for Stephen Faces. I just had this pause to him being like, I don't want to talk. Mm. I could go through the episodes as he was. Yes, well, while we were watching the episode, I pointed out how this is one of the last episodes where we really saw Stephen as fat. Because a lot of episodes earlier on really focus on how fat he was, then they kind of dropped it off. And then this episode brought it back, and you would prime mantid action <laughs> going on. <laughs> This has some interesting drawings of all the characters, actually. I'm looking, I'm going by frame by frame, and, and uh... Oh, yes, the, uh, whoever, Pearl whoever storyboarded this thing but I was a about fucking to, I was field about trip with Pearl. Way to fucking bill in that and, and take what I was about to say. Um, At least you admit that you're an asshole about yeah, it. Yeah, I, 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 I bought the right The better that. sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you guys, one day are just gonna start another podcast just without me. You're gonna be like, we're Basically, thing, and the whole like, topic is just talking about how awesome it is that you're not there. Yeah. Like she, uh, that is actually a another... thing my friends and I did back in high school. We <laughs> dropped the worst friend in our group and just started having parties where we would celebrate that he was not there. That happened True with story. us, my, my friends, but except that it was the first year of college when we were like, why do we keep calling him to hang out? He's still fucking <laughs> He sits in the back of the car and texts and then goes, ugh, every time we start to do something. Anyway, also, <laughs> he made us drive us to, like, fucking, um, uh... The village Taco a few Bell? times. No, just to like fuck this guy in college who he just weirdly said hi to and then was like, all right, bye. It was really weird. He brought a bunch of like guys who were inappropriately old when he was 16 into the car. It was very uncomfortable. I'm glad we dropped him. Anyways, uh, this is uh, another shout out. We've given her like five. Her Raven Molesy, Molesy, I don't know the fuck you say it. And uh, Paul Villico, Villico. Every, every I brought it up a few times. I never can say it right because I don't really know how it's pronounced. It's for, uh, the National the storyboard artists. Don't, yeah, I just said them. Don't take that shit, motherfucker. You're not gonna find the pronunciation of their names. Cut that shit out. Uh, I mean, Molesi and Paul Villico. I mean, We're but not anyways, gonna fucking As Keystone Motel, keeping it together, they reformed. Full disclosure: The Return, Rose Scabbard Horror Club, made some good ass episode. Uh, no, they like they like making episodes with the best faces. Yeah, but they the way they draw, I never really noticed. But it's very um, uh, it's super expressive, and Connie's got a long ass face. I don't know. I like the art in this episode. Ah, uh, they do. Different. They like to do very emotional episodes, like uh, so many birthdays, and uh, it looks like Mirajem was them. Uh, Warp tour. They do a yeah. lot of very big episodes. Yeah, good, good. And this was this was a good one. This was like a huge one, and it only came back once. This whole healing spit deal. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what's it called? Uh, House Guest. Well, just this, episode, just this episode on its own is what I like to call the start of the proto-Steven Bomb. Yeah. Because oh, what I, we got yeah. here was four episodes in a row before, like, Steven Bombs actually were happening where really big developments were introduced into the show. So first you have the episode with the healing spin. Then you have Monster Buddies where we kind of get a look at what the corrupted gems are, and we get to see Steven bubble one, and then we go into Ocean and Mirror Gem, which start the main plot of the actual show. So these four episodes all in a row, and maybe even Steven and the Stevens, because it does have a time travel part that shows the ocean being gone. So I guess all those episodes in a row are kind of this yeah. period where the show right. suddenly switched gear and was easing us into the more intense things we were going to start getting. Yeah, I, I never put that Definitely, together, like, 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 uh, I, I feel like the, the, the tonal change that really switched gears, like you said, was at the end when Connie punches out the eyes of her glasses. Mm-hmm. It doesn't follow Steven back to the, to the gyms. It just, it just leaves it on that scene of Connie looking, you know, kind of stoic. Yeah. And then wanna, the episode yeah. just cuts out. I, I, I thought it was really, really cool. And a, a good like 
what bookend for yeah. this kind of that sort of thing. I want to go chronologically. I want to say something like that in a second. Well, first, I just want to say I realized in Mirror Gem, he uh, also does use healing stuff. But point being, Plyle introduced. I'm wondering when it's going to come back. But with Connie at the end. I think that might be the first time we ever got a look at her as, like... Like, now Connie's definitively her own character, a la fucking, you know, Sworn as a Sword. She's, like, her own unit, because she's in his universe, but she's not just a prop. Like, at the end, she has this moment of, like, I'm alone, I'm making an action, and it's not really... Well, the show Steven. ends on her, which is I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Like, it doesn't go to Steven, it goes to her. And it's and not, it's, the end of the episode. It's predicated on Steven to an extent, but her actual action is not predicated on him. It's an actual individual thing, not a reaction to him. And yeah. it kind of it does is a little tiny moment that shows us like Connie's a person, not just a prop. Yeah, and that's that's pretty she great. I love Connie. She's not just a catalyst for the story being told. Like genuine person who's like, "Whoa, why are you like down in the dumps right yeah. now?" And she helps him out in a kind of very in an ha indirect way. And oh, oh, it just jokes. it makes yeah it makes her a more defined character, I believe. The yeah, funny thing said. for me is that I never really consciously focused on the fact that her glasses had colored lenses until she pops them out. So what I'm wondering is how her parents do not notice the fact that her glasses no longer have lenses at all. And that's kind of the funny thing. <laughs> Looking ahead to uh, the very short preview information we got before the show was put on hiatus again to Nightmare Hospital, it looked like it was going to be an episode about Connie's mother discovering that Connie's been learning sword fighting. And I just wonder, how truly unattentive are these parents yeah. that are supposed to be so strict? Yeah, we brought, this, we brought this up when we discussed Sworn to the Sword. Like, how do her parents not notice that she's coming home with, like, arm yeah. wraps and scars and, yeah. like, sweaty uh, and wearing, yeah, I like, I can, I can answer you. It's the Does she just tell them she's cosplaying every day? Yeah, I don't know. It's the magic of cartoons, you know? It's uh, suspending disbelief, I guess. No, but... mother, I am kill-a-kill. <laughs> <laughs> I am cosplaying um, kill-a-kill. You're wearing a string. <laughs> so, I, I, Steven uh, uh, was almost uh, uh, deep fried today. That doesn't sound very different. <laughs> yeah, so the topic is different. I'm not going to even do a segue because we're going to be talking about it, but I'll just do it anyways. It pisses off Max. Amethyst sure looked different after she broke her gem. I don't give a fuck who did it. Um, I love the Amethyst weird spaghetti body. I loved her talking backwards. Yes. I love the whole the thing. I love the original fall because, like I said, it's very Chuck Jones. The edge of the cliff just suddenly breaks off, and she's in a static position yeah. while she falls. It's ultra cartoon moment, and I love there was, it. When she they she did linger there, a la Chuck Jones, for a moment too. It fell. There was a moment of realization, and then she fell. Like that was like old school Tex Avery Chuck Jones Wiley Coyote esque fall, and I love it. Yeah, um, I, I love Amethyst's entire attitude in this episode, where everything is getting worse all the time, and she's really laid back give a fuck. and does not want. Because this this is how I am when bad things happen to me. Like right now, I'm just talking in a weird Russian accent because what the fuck ever. But it's like you could like shoot me, and I would be bleeding out, and I just be no, guys, it's okay, I'm fine. <laughs> well, actually, like, uh... I like how you're talking in a Russian accent for like medical reasons. I got a note from my doctor. You understand? Yeah, I would like. I would like to see fan art of Russian me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I wanted to point out one of the great lines when they, when they go to uh, Rose's garden thing. Uh, not garden. Fucking healing uh, yeah, lessons. Yeah. Uh, there's a line of the pearl. I'm just gonna read it because I managed to actually stop when the the scene was such. There are mess without her guidance. Directionless, pathetic. 
clinging, guideless, directionless, clinging things. And what a perfect, like, look who the fuck is talking for. Like, I did. Oh, oh, yeah, that was oh, intentional. Uh, what is, yeah, it um, was, obviously. What yeah. is that uh, fan video? The best traits are hereditary. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was made by yeah, the guy they, who they, did They uh, show uh, the direct parallel between that line and the clip in So Many Birthdays where the gems are all fighting. And they, like, play that line over and how the gems just <laughs> fall apart. It's funny because I was thinking of that video when that scene came up. I was about to mention it before you did. I am sorry. I'll fucking it's okay. marry you. I am swift, like Siberian wolf. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Are there wolves in Siberia? I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. You're just inventing stereotypes. <laughs> I really did not want to play this for comedy, but I mean, we're here now. We might as well. <laughs> I am taut and tight like Russian and bad sphincter. <laughs> I, I have fucked Russian bear and I can't confirm What is your through. focus on sphincters tonight, Sabah? He's, play, he's, play, he's been playing with his asshole ever since we started recording. <laughs> oh, that's why you have the blanket up there. Right on his... <laughs> Way uh, up in there. Yeah. <laughs> right on your prostate. I like... I, I really... He's oh, doing man. it to scare away his noisy roommate. Yeah, he's like, I'm bigger asshole in here. Get out. I got a pocket. I love it's how, just like, hey, Jackson! I love how Garnet in this episode pretty much is just, like, on the edge of just, like... Straight up, like punching someone in the face to the yeah. point where she she's, had to kill a boulder. Smacking the bitch. She yeah, had the to kill time. a boulder to like vent her anger. My yeah. favorite quote from this episode is, "Yeah." yeah. And I, I, oh. I, I've seen Garnet more and more characterized in the fandom as abusive, and I would say that it's hard to lead, and especially when you're not actually this emotional powerhouse that she assumes you to be, and we kind of learn more about her. That it is kind of hard not to smack a bitch sometimes. If you've ever had a job, oh god, if I was working anybody, with. Per- not it's it's hard not and if you had a pearl, it's a natural response to be like, oh my god, calm the fuck. Everyone's down. worked shut and up. lived with a pearl. Everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah. At some point in their in their either their family or their work career, they've worked and the, and or lived the with a pearl. Yeah, and they're the worst. And that's not to say Pearl is she's a great character for that reason, but she would be goddamn annoying to deal with in this situation. She's just making it worse, which is what some people do, which is what makes her a great character. Yeah. But I cannot blame Garnet for being like, oh my fucking god. Shut up because... for 10 seconds and let me punch a rock. Yeah, just... And then and she, she punches like... the rock and then Pearl bitches at her about it. If you're okay, I'm, I'm fine. You didn't have you. to punch the boulder, but Lottie fucking not. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, the the whole rose is sounding like we were saying when we were watching this before, or before this episode. You were like, she had to cry for days. I think she had to cry for years and... That's ridiculous, but also, like, if you, I don't know, murder, like, you know, half of your, of own, your race. own people, you might just, every time you get emotional, warp over here and just fucking sob into this fountain. Like, which is I'm really, really sad right do. now, but at least this will, like, this will heal the little purple midget that I rescued from yeah. the birth garden. She bottled a bunch of it and hid it all over the world. Yes, she put it in desert inside of skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) She found some dead people and was like, I'm going to share this with your horse. No, they died died because she shoved the bottle down their throats. I would like for us to do an episode on Attack the Light sometime. That could be fun. I haven't haven't played that yet. yet. Oh my god. It is very good. It's very good game. It's very cheap and very good. And if you're a fan of the show, it's dope. Everybody listening to this, if you haven't played Attack the Light, get the fuck on it. It's like it's actually canon. Also, very innovative, very fun RPG combat. Yeah, no, if, you, if you don't, if you don't uh, play it, you don't know the full canon of the show. 
Like, if you don't read the comics, you don't well, think that everything has happened. It is well, canon. this is this is not a, they are secondary canon. Yeah, but that's still canon. They are not. Well, they they're not important to know. No, they but, just you know. they add a little. It's expanded the universe. Yes, yeah. it's like knowing that Pearl has a whole universe within her head, or not universe, but you know. That happens in the Lion comics, does. right? You don't know that shit unless you read the comics. So, spoiler alert: Pearl has a tiny world in her head. Do I have to buy a physical yeah. copy of the comic, or is it like you can purchase digitally person, on Comicsology? Yeah. Oh, cool! There we it's go. It's Engelman, right? The Engelman made the comic. Ah, uh, yes, I have an original piece of art which I purchased from him. I contacted oh, really? him. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I've I've shown you the it? no, 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 uh, original page of the comic. Oh, oh radical! Yeah, 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 I've shown this to you. Yeah, it's uh, it's this beautiful page of Greg playing the guitar, and it just kind of sums up Greg's entire character in a few panels because it shows him taking care of Steven, his dreams of rock stardom, and his love for Rose. All in one page without any dialogue. Now, how much did that cost, and where did you buy it? Because I actually um, get one, and also I fun. bought it from his Etsy store. It was not actually listed on the store, but I contacted him to see if he had it, and he did. And it was uh, reasonable. I got it for about eighty-eight dollars. That's great. I might actually do. That. I actually just got Steven Universe Volume One in the mail weirdly today. I pre-ordered it forever ago. So seriously though, yeah, if you guys like Steven Universe, which I hope you do, and you want to know the whole <laughs> expanded everything. The comics actually do give you some insight. Like, uh, Unfamiliar Familiar was in the comics before it was in the show. It was. Yeah. This is true. What was and, in the uh, comics? And the game... What? What was in the comics before the show? Unfamiliar Familiar. Oh. Yeah. And uh, the whole Pocket Universe thing, that's up in there. And, the, and the, the game, while it's kind of inconsequential, I suppose, if you want to technically know everything that happened in this show... You need to watch it. And also Ronaldo's blog. If you don't read Ronaldo's blog, that's like uh, 1.5. If you do not read canon. Ronaldo's blog, you're missing yeah, it. You're it takes, like, How often does he update that? Uh, every uh, episode, you, roughly. Well, roughly well some, there are some episodes where he doesn't, but yeah. it takes like five minutes to go through. Keep beachcityweird.tumblr.com. Go through it. Read through it quickly. You'll get a bunch of funny bonus jokes. You're just jokes. official shit all over here. <laughs> hey, we might as well. Yeah, right, yeah. Also, you can follow blah, blah, blah at Twitter.com. No, uh, but for real, though, you should read all the canon stuff. And if you don't know how the canon works, um, someone correct me in a second because I always mix them up every single time, even though I learn it. I think level two is the show, correct? Pardon? Level what? two of the canon is a show, right? No, level one's a show. Level one's a show. Okay, I always, I always think it's level one, and then I always think, like, oh, I was corrected. It's level two. Level one is a show. Level 1.5, that's, that's 100% canon. That's, that, that is what happened. Level 1.5 is Ronaldo's blog, so if something that happens in the show contradicts that, fuck Ronaldo's blog, the show is right. And level Ronaldo's 2 is blog the lowest never, level. Yeah. But it never predicts the show. So, yeah. if level two, so level 2, which is the show, uh, is the, the game and the comics, if something contradicts that in the um, uh, blog or the show... That means that that is canceled out. So I, but I would argue, all I would argue that Ronaldo's blog is level one because it's always designed. It's to yeah, it's, 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 it's automatically a reaction well, to what happens was, in the it show. It was actually, I actually was curious about what was if it was canon or not, and I, I said that to somebody on Reddit. I was like, I wonder if this is a canon, and then he uh, tweeted at IJQ, and that's where the actual original did what is the levels of canon and that's where the original explanation of it came from actually so uh, oh, okay yeah. okay okay like in that post that just was pretty crazy <clears throat> moment i was like oh we got an actual answer so yeah so if if the show eventually though contradicts ronaldo which is weird because he generally only posts about the Kuala, episodes whatever events. The fuck. yeah yeah so but if they do have to go back on it they can and then it therefore never happened True. um but yeah anyways back to the episode um steven not being able to cry I really, 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 really like the first time. I think I might be the first time I ever cried during this show. I'm trying to look at the episodes. 
I think this was the really? first was time. Well, this is, this looks is the source mom. of one of yeah. my favorite lines in the whole show. Oh, yeah. Uh, just yesterday, you were crying about snakes. They don't have yeah. any arms. Well, all the episodes were to this. Like, they were starting to get into what the show is now. Like, I, I think we said before, um, Beach Party is the, the rest of the humor of this show was kind of showing a Beach Party. And, like, Coach Steven, I would say, is definitively, if you want to show someone this show, you are going to spoil Fusion, but you're going to be able to show them, like, emotional shit. There's Fusion, that's crazy. Like, if you know Dragon Ball Z, like, that's this thing. And it has very definitive, like, this is a show. Um, but this show... I still feel like On the Run was one of the most emotional But that, 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 that is such a goddamn huge spoiler compared to when you see it the first time after watching this bit, and you're like, what? This is... A, uh, uh. Like, it's a crazy moment. A lot to handle, yeah. Yeah, Fun. and it, it ruins that World building moment. wise, yeah. Yeah, and you don't really care about them, but it's a great, and you don't, it, the moment when you realize, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but they, they were a mistake and they shouldn't exist. If you know people like that, or you are a person like that, Amos' character immediately becomes one of the most interesting and potentially relatable to someone in your life or yourself characters. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, this episode, though, was the first time I cried because it was him talking to his like mom he never met, and he's like, "Why can't I cry about you?" And that's so sad to me that it's like that I is never a very even knew you. Line. But everybody it's, cares. It's so much. one of the most powerful moments. This of the is first this half is a lot. I first started. I started. I got teary eyed. Was I mean? I don't know how to feel about you, but everybody else does, and that is what makes it so sad that he is even doesn't even get to feel sad about it, which is what makes it so much sadder that he doesn't even have a feeling about it. He just is curious about her and that he feels a little bit guilty about that. I wish I could have met you. Like that is, and then he, oh, the line is that I wish I, that I, this place can make me heart, cry, make me sad. And then I could heal, cry healing tears like you. And I could cry. Yeah. Sniffles. That's the next. Well, uh, that, that whole thing, <laughs> but, uh, that whole thing speaks so much to Steven's character. And this is, uh, I think they the Kronoverse has kind of said that, you know, this is whatever, so we'll just address it now. Uh, that thing they showed at Comic-Con, the extended theme yeah. song, uh, Steven's line is, and I think that speaks so much to Steven's oh, character, yeah. because his line is about how everyone else is fighting for something they believe in. Steven is fighting to meet everyone's expectations of what butler. they want him to be yeah. when he grows up. So the thing is that I'm really anxious for Steven to kind of undergo a character arc where he realizes that he doesn't have to live up to anybody's yeah. expectations. I think that's the thing that <clears throat> I've talked about the, the gems and their parenting before and how even Garnet is just kind of trying to shape Steven. But I think even Garnet does kind of project this idea of like, um, we all want you to be this thing. You are a crystal gem. Not even just Rose, but like on the base level crystal gem. I have some switch to say with this. First of all, Lil Butler. If you haven't figured that out, Steven is Lil Butler. He is given this life and a destiny, which is a sad. Also, he thing has possible. a wonderful mustache. Yeah. <laughs> the saddest <laughs> possible fucking thing that could happen to you is you're given a life. You don't keep if Steven Universe wanted to actually be a horror fiction novelist, he really can't because he's not just raised in this environment. If you have a power like that, to a point you can say he doesn't have responsibility to protect the Earth, but also, to a large degree, he does. If he's the only, one of the only people on the planet that can protect us, he kind of has a responsibility, arguably, depending on your, your system of morals. And it's not mine, but I would say the show's view of morality and responsibility, is that he does kind of have to protect the planet. He needs to be in this role. But he didn't ever ask for it, and he's 
trying to live up to something that he's not going to live up to for probably thousands of years. He's not going to hit Rose Quartz status, who is alive for we don't know how many thousands of years, in just like, you know, 20, if the show went on for fucking 20 years. You know and while I mean? the show, yeah, I agree. And, and while the like, show doesn't yeah. hit, or it doesn't go at the pace that, like, say, like, Gurren Lagann shit hitting the fan speed that Gurren Lagann reaches... Things are coming. The speed that Goran Laga reached. Nothing like things are like the shit is approaching the fan at a pretty good speed, and I don't think that Steven is going to be properly prepared to deal with it by the time it comes. So it's going to be one of those he has to step up to the plate, despite the fact that he's not actually ready. And that'll be a cool thing to experience. I think Steven's power, though, is Coach Steven. You know cheering them on being a leader that's what rose's power was we don't even know if rose is good at fighting honestly she might not have been that great of a warrior she, her whole i, I believe that i, she probably I believe that she was I she was good but my point being my point is her actual real strength was as a leader not she wasn't wrecking all the gems and it was like that's how we won it was like i was a tactician oh yeah no of yeah course. but um i wanted to say though he was like, a general all, not a soldier there was, there was a bunch of lines in that which i thought was really interesting so it was pearl straight up said her whole character I am living for the memory of Rose Quartz. That is goddamn sad. She's gone, and she's just carrying on this war, which doesn't even really exist anymore. It does, but it doesn't exist if you're just, like, not really protecting the Earth. They're protecting Rose Quartz. That's fucking depressing. And then there's Garnet, who... Oh, man, this is going to be hard to say without being offensive in a way. I believe what her line was was entirely like, yes, this is a place I can be wherever I am. It also was, I think, for a lot of people... Garnet being a uh, obvious parallel for you know the strike the way that like lesbians and gay people are treated in America. LGBT it's, yeah, she right. obviously like the whole homeworld gems don't uh, respect or tolerate the way she acts. Obviously, is a parallel, but in the universe, it also seems to be a thing. So that is like how Russia treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not a big fan. So I don't think it was just pandering. yes. Just for the record, we are not. We are not condemning Russia, yeah. but we are not endorsing them. Nah, I literally Putin. am Official doing status, this for yeah. medical reasons. No, so, but I, yeah, but just um, I think that uh, like I have, I have like a twenty-minute presentation to give in a class tomorrow. I'm probably going uh, to be doing this. No, but, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I just didn't say like 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 Garnets though was very just kind of abstract. It was like it, we don't really know how much I hate Fusion yet. The most we can get out of that is that parallel and like a single line. All we know about is how that. I don't like. I, I believe no, that. Me, I believe that homeworld does the... have a bad thing, or a bad a sort of. No, not a bad, but sort of a very opinion on fusion. We I, only have one character's opinion, but I yeah, Jasper. Very, and Jasper is already a very probably... headstrong, self-dependent yeah. it's character. Fair to say, though, it's not cool the way that you know. Uh, maybe well, I part of that just uh, not everybody though. But it's not the... very subtle yeah. how uh, they're, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but but the Kruniverse is not making the parallel between Garnet and the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community subtle. They're not making that no, parallel, no, no, no. which is also, a good but, thing because. But this is why it's good though, is that it also functions in universe. I also mm-hmm. could entirely not know gay people exist, and I would be entirely unable. To, I would be entirely able to watch the show and not at all like it wouldn't diminish from it. Uh, but I, and still be able to sympathize as well. Yeah, and I, I wanted to also say, though, Amethyst, we've never actually really got an episode about it yet, but that Amethyst is actually fighting for where she's from, because she isn't that weird. I think I might have talked about it before. If I haven't, yeah, she never I'll saw talk about it on the run if I haven't. Well, I, I, she... don't think we really, I don't think we really need an episode explaining that so yeah. much, although well, just, uh... <laughs> I would like to see I would like to see an episode that kind of directly focuses on the fact that Amethyst is more tied to the rest of 
Earth and human society, because we see glimpses of it through things like our friendship with Vidalia, but it would be nice to see an episode that fully focuses. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the problem us, yeah. is that the problem is that unless Amethyst directly tells Steven a story about that and we get a flashback episode from her perspective, we likely won't because of the everything needs to come from Steven's perspective in some way thing. And Amethyst really doesn't seem like the type to tell okay, Well, I just wanted to say about her, though, is that, um, like, her, she is the most, uh, she can relate the most to human beings, but she fundamentally is not a human being, so she can never really relate to us. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, I've said it other places. But um, she's always seemed like she was just an observer. Exactly. But she, like it, it. But she's closer to other. Like, like what she wants to be around is humans more than gems. If like, if she had because like, she spent most most of her life, the majority she, of people she's known yeah. have been humans. And then all the crystal gems are basically the watchers. Yeah. That they kind of like see humans, but they don't interfere. Amethyst is Uatu the watcher who actually does break the rules and interfere. Yeah. All yeah. The that, yeah. That's a, that's a decent parallel. Yeah. Is that always nerdy enough for but, you? Because it probably will not be in the MCU. It was always. It was always. I feel from a like. Distance, I feel though. like that's yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's always from a distance because she she lives so much longer than them, and she also is purple, and she's also like an alien. So. The other parallel to that, too, and I really want one episode, because we've had, like, I don't know, Tiger Millionaire, and that's basically it, about the episode, like, between Steven and Amos' connecting, because Steven had that one moment in, um, in uh, We Need to Talk, where he touched his gem, and he's like, humans, and he realized, like, I'm not one of them, I'm gonna, like, he may not have put it together, like, I'm gonna live longer than Connie, I'm gonna outlive my dad, I'm gonna live potentially forever, oh my god, I'm not really one of them. So, they're the two characters that are the most connected. Really, they out of everybody, like they're the only people who can actually understand each other in this weird, unique status that they're in. But I, I think that, that we haven't really had an amethyst episode explaining or going into the fact that, like, she's actually defending the earth, like, she's not defending an ideal, she's actually defending where she's from, which is a much different thing. And then Stevens is the absolute saddest thing because he's actually not fighting for really anything, he's fighting for a, a ghost. But anyways, back to the episode. Uh, yeah, ra- well, wrapping up, actually. Yeah, uh, um, I think one of my f- I really like how. Steven isn't just kind of a perfect child. He's a little petty in this episode where yeah. he doesn't he doesn't tell the story unbiasedly, especially at the very end where it's like, oh, Steven, that you'll never have part. tier powers and we have no need for how you How much anymore. of the episode was true? I laughed my... I think yeah, how much of that story that. is that like was, that one not biased? Was... Well, no, what I was, say, I was saying earlier that if Pearl did eventually choose to break off from Steven... That is basically exactly what she would say because <laughs> bitch has no time. <laughs> I, I think it was all 100% true as far as like anytime you see a flashback in TV shows, they're always just not literally a person telling it. It's just a, a flashback. But that was a little bit that was like a joke. Yeah, of her I thing. like that. I mean, but what he probably said too. Yeah. Or he did, he did say too. But uh, I love that line. It actually killed me. It's like one of my favorite jokes in this entire oh, yeah. show. It, 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 for a second, you think she's talking for serious and then she's. This is the most inappropriate possible thing. I love that. Um, I also just love my favorite one of my favorite things about this episode. We, we are now at the end, and the end of the episode, perfect. Uh, is just that like while like reconfigured from Rose's gem DNA, which fucking drives me crazy that it's called gem DNA, but whatever, it's called gem DNA canonically, I guess, or <laughs> show creator wise. Um, that instead of going through his tears, it's like a, a kiss, but he just licks people. 
Yeah. I just love that. It's clearly he... it's clearly meant for Steven to have healing yeah. kisses, but he's just he's not he's not old enough to understand. He doesn't he doesn't understand. He's just like I have healing spit because backwash. I think it's I I think it's I think it's more just like uh, haha boys are gross. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, so yeah. That, that, what, any other thoughts? We, we got to We got I think this is an overlooked episode. episode. I mentioned that. Are when, we all sharing? Are we all sharing final thoughts? Yeah, we're at twenty. This is a very overlooked episode, in my opinion. I, I will think go less, people then. like everyone knows it, but people are like they don't. It's not one of the greats, but it's got really great faces. It teaches a really good lesson with kind of Steven's development, and we get like ninety percent of the greatest faces that we like people use as like flares or reaction faces in the fandom which is i think when, great when i yeah when i first had watched the series from the uh because i came in right after the first even bomb like yeah um, was really late yeah. to the party same here uh as i was watching through the episodes that was actually one of my favorite ones. Oh yeah definitely yeah i love this one personally it's great it's such a great concept for like it's i just love those moments where steven has to stop and think about his relationship with his mother those are really good moments for his character yeah and like I said, it, it was a tonal shift in the series, mm. so you know that's why I really loved it. Um, it's when it started taking a more cinematic approach, even in just a little. Oh minutes. yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Dylan, Max, final thoughts. I already went. Max, oh yeah, Max. You got... It is cold here in Verkotoria, and the KGB trained weasels are clawing at my hide. Okay, my sphincter is is frozen <laughs> shut. But actual final thoughts. Uh, I suppose an indirect. <laughs> You switch your regular voice really for a second. Russian accent is killing you. Well, well, no, that that was because of the coughing. I had to. It's you can't accent a cough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, so an, in, an indirect kiss. It's um, like I said, I think I kind of got my big thing out about it being kind of part of the proto Stephen yeah. bomb. But um, I got my big. I thing mean, out. obviously, you know, uh, the the other thing because we have not really focused on the title of the episode is the. Stephen and Connie are an adorable yeah. couple. So that. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was an episode that we got off topic, but that was some. Good well, we, it was a good off topic. We talked about this some is good not stuff. a bonus episode. We recorded two episodes now that I was like, yeah, I cannot call this a real. This one. is one of our least <laughs> fun episodes, yeah. though. This is yeah, definitively so. One of the um, episode so, where the Max stinker. deliberately chooses to do a hilarious accent, and we talk, and he spends yeah. most of it discussing LGBTQ representation. Somebody hates that he did that, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I liked it. I'm sure, but like this is genuine. I think like, for the I first time ever, people will be able to differentiate there, our like... voices because I've been seeing that complaint <laughs> constantly. And Max, you've finally broken the chain. People will be able people to tell us apart. I've heard it from like one person I naturally know, but have people complained about that? Yeah, there's been a there's yes, been a no. couple times where people are like, I can't tell you guys apart, and I'm like, Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, actually, it's happened. It. It's happened. Yeah, we can't um, ignore it. Internet and man voice. And then tomorrow, tomorrow if we record again, tomorrow I'll still be doing this. But then the next time I do my normal voice again, people are going to be like, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> 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 it's <laughs> now just a slur. No, Max only Maximilian. The rest. Yeah, this, this recording you guys are hearing. Also, I'm assuming Randy has cut out most of the coughs he's done while we're yeah, talking. most of the coughs. Like, will he's come co- out. like he legitimately before this was talking normally. And he was coughing his fucking lungs out, so this was actually, like, weirdly... It's bizarre how much less he's coughing now. <laughs> my dad, my weird. dad... I, I discovered this, like, years ago, and my dad fucking hates it when I do this, because he really just, like, absolutely hates Russia. <laughs> so, really? <laughs> and, I'm telling him, and I'm telling him, like, I'm not doing this as a joke, and he's like, cut it out. Yeah. 
Oh, he says okay. that to your you dad sometimes okay. too. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, this this is a little bit longer hiatus than we expected. Yeah, fair um, there's been some internal internal struggles that have prevented some uh, episodes being released as we want to. But I'm going to try to get some more guest hosts up in this bitch. Um, we might just be releasing more episodes with just us because you know what? We're enough. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. So listen to us at uh, I'm just gonna plug our shit. The Ringozone.com, uh, Tumblr. Uh, no, okay. That is Ringozone Podcast at Tumblr.com, ring, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash Ringozone, or look at Reddit and we post when we post episodes. And you can contact us at Ringozone Podcast at Gmail.com. I actually check that shit. So yeah, because you're the only one with the. Well, that's a lie. No, I have the information for that as well. You're the one. Yeah, you're the one with the access to the statistics. I mean, come on. Um. So yeah, thank you for listening. I I love y'all, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting episodes to you more regularly. I'm not gonna promise you a schedule right now, but like episodes will come out in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. All right. God bless America and her cheese. Episode over. Cut that shit. Okay, fucking fine. God damn it.